I'm Tyler Nuke Money Massacre Dennering. I'm Connery. Behave yourselves! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jacob. We're only human Padilla. <laughs> Jacob has a, uh, what even is that? A ratchet socket? Yeah, yeah, socket yeah, to socket his head ranch. right now. I do. Yeah. Directed by Irvin Kirshner. That's the end of the episode, everybody. My God. Oh, I brought my little Robocop mini and I forgot to take him out. Aww. Where is it? He's in my back. Can I go get him really quick? Yeah, yeah sure. sure. All right, kill the time. Kill do the time. that. This is what that's, that's, that's what this podcast is. It's is a time killer. Time. As Connery likes to say, it's all It'll content. content. <laughs> it's all content under the sun. Content under the sun. While Jacob's grabbing his Robocop mini, yes. this is a franchise podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Mm-mm-mm. And <laughs> finger looking good. Finger looking good. <laughs> what is that even from? KFC? I think so. Okay, cool. Um, no, it makes quizzes. Those are mm-mm good. Toasted. <laughs> Let's talk about the Quiznos hey. commercial from the 90s. Okay, he has it. There it is. I thought it was like a little action Just figure. for the it's listeners. A, it's a Funko Pop. Is it a Funko Pop? It's yeah. a Funko Pop, yes. Describe its features, Jacob. It's an audio medium. So he's a small, scratched-up Funko Pop because <laughs> I kept him at work. Mm-hmm. Um, he is armed with his Auto 9 pistol, nice. and he just looks so adorable and tough, and I had to buy him when I saw him. Now, I do think. you enforce the same... Billy's is RoboCop in your line of work. Do I like? Do I have the same directives? Yeah, yeah. I don't harm OCP <laughs> officers. <I> don't <laughs> harm OCP. Uphold the law. Protect the peace. No Protect shooting children. The innocent. Protect don't the innocent. shoot children. <laughs> don't shoot children. <laughs> Even when they shoot at you. Yeah. And they're dealing drugs. <laughs> Can I see the the uh, Funko? Yes, here. I'm examining him. Mm. You know uh, something that like. I've definitely noticed this time around watching these movies. Uh, we're covering RoboCop 2, by the way, everybody yep. if listening. Uh, if you're clicking on this episode that is listed as RoboCop, Robocop 2, 2, just so you know, we're covering <laughs> RoboCop 2. But something I really I noticed... three. Oh, well, you've seen this one, too. <laughs> I have. Something I've really noticed watching uh, this franchise this time is that they're very... Like, his armor's very, like, iridescent, like, kind of like a... Like a clamshell or something? Like yes. it's purplish? It's yeah, cool. it's bluish. And I've mm-hmm. also noticed that like whenever there's action figures of him and stuff, they kind of don't really nail that. So they yeah. either make his toys dark blue or silver. silver. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, he's silver in the first one. He gets his little redux yeah. color in this movie. Well, he's still pretty purpley in the, in the first one, too. I guess a he has little, a little glints. He's more so. But I think it's because of how they color graded the second one. Because you could tell it's a little different. Yeah. It also, yeah, it looks cleaner. And we'll, we'll talk definitely talk about the look uh, mm-hmm. of this movie in just in just a moment. But Jake, Jacob Padilla is back <laughs> on the podcast. Back. Thank you. I'm glad to be here for another robot movie. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, no. Every time there's a robot no, I fight, love it. we call Jacob. <laughs> Hell yes, please. I love robots. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Robots? Yeah, but funny enough, I'm not crazy about that one. What about iRobot? I love iRobot. I do too. <laughs> what about I Frankenstein? I did watch that movie and I'm like, all right. What about I am number four? <laughs> no. What about nine? Nine's cool. <laughs> Nine's cool. Damn it. <laughs> Which one? The one with Elijah Wood. Oh, not the one with Daniel Day Lewis? No. no, not the eight and a half sequel. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is how you know Jacob's on because we're all following this weird logic stream. <laughs> <It's weird logic. laughs> and as he reminded me, he's like, "Yeah, you guys gave me a long break after Transformers." <laughs> well, we put you through a lot. <laughs> yes, I appreciate the respite. <laughs> Maybe we psychologically relate you to Transformers now. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, oh, I can't see Jacob without seeing Optimus now. There's more than meets my eyes with you guys. So, as Jacob st- uh, sits there as just a brain, a uh, <laughs> collecting two eyeballs, a spinal column, and a brain. Somehow the eyes are intact. Jacob we worked hard a- to do that. <laughs> Uh, before we talk about RoboCop 2, we have to do our usual segment of What's New? Thank you, Connery. Thank you, Connery. Hey, no problem, both of you. Um, God bless your little souls. Thank you. (laughs) You imagine RoboCop being like, God bless you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Christ. (laughs) Thank you, you, Father. That's like when he's on the the fritz when he has all that propaganda installed in his system. 200-something directives. Yeah. (laughs) Starts talking about Christ. (laughs) Does Robo... Okay, so like... Okay, we'll we'll save that for later. Because Murphy's barely in this movie, I feel like. He really isn't yet. Um... Mm. Before I do my what's new, because it's connected to all of you, mm. the Force, the Jedi, all of all it. Of it. Um, are there specific one, things you guys wanted to bring up? I'll let you guys go first. Okay. Okay. Jacob, what's new with you? Uh, what's new with me? I saw this uh, cool movie. It's very sad and heavy, but I saw this movie the other day, uh, right before RoboCop 2. It was, uh, it's called Catch the Fair One. Mm. It's from 2021. It stars uh, Callie Reese. Nice. She's actually in the new True Detective season with Jodie Foster. She's oh, the other cop. Nice. And uh, I wanted this new season looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And then I looked up that actress because I had never seen her before. Mm-hmm. And then I saw she was in that movie. And then I looked up that movie. And the movie sounded like I would really enjoy it. But it's very heavy. Yeah. She plays this um, former championship native boxer. Ooh. Who her sister was abducted into sex trafficking, Ooh. and then she puts herself in the system to try and find her sister from the abductors. Wow, that's hard. Yeah, it was a really intense, tragic movie, but still very good. Uh, I thought it was really well written, but yeah, it's really heavy. And Callie Reese did really good, so I'm really looking forward to True Detective. It's like you see that movie and you're like, oh, no wonder they're pairing her with Jodie Foster. <laughs> She's really cool. Um, but yeah, I recommend that. And wait, what was it called? Uh, Catch the Fair One. Where'd you watch it? I watched it on Hulu. Oh, okay. It's available on Hulu. Yeah, I'd pro- I probably will check it out because, uh, in my attempt in t- uh, my pursuit of watching more prestige television, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I didn't watch any of True Detective, and I know it's. You should watch the one with Herschel Ali. That one's really good. Yeah, I heard that one's really good. First one's yeah. really good. And I want to check out the that. second one just because it's like in LA. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that I'll... might be the reason why you like the second one. <laughs> right. I think so too. I heard not the greatest things, yeah. but, um, yeah, I'll probably like start with Jodie Foster because I, mm-hmm. I, I love, uh, Jodie Foster being in anything, basically. Yeah, so. she's great. Yeah. So I want to come back to it. And this new actress, Callie Reese, she's really cool. So it just makes me more excited to watch it. Sick. But yeah. And another what's new, which Connery will be happy to hear. 
So I started playing this new game that a friend of mine recommended to me. <laughs> Do you love it? Armored Core 6. Yeah. Oh. Your name's Raven. Yes. <laughs> Time to get to work. <laughs> Time to get to work. I thought you were going to talk about that like really granular game that Joseph recommended. <laughs> yeah. That. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Letters of the Stars. Yeah. Oh, that, that one? sounds cool. But uh, anyways, anyways, yeah. Armored Core. No. Armored Core, yes. Back to robots. I am so... I, I had it in my head today. I was like, I feel like Jacob got it. I feel like he's playing it. <laughs> you felt it when I purchased it. On yeah, the and I was like... <gasps> There's been, <laughs> yeah. There's been an awakening. There's been an awakening. On Rubicon. On Rubicon. <laughs> You're playing with Snoke online. There hey, you go. Tell me everything. How do you like Walter? I feel like you like him the best. Is that my handler? Yeah, it's your handler. Oh, it's, well, so I only played the first part where I only fought that gunner. Oh, the gunship? Sh- yeah. Airship. Mm-hmm. And then I customized my guy. And mm-hmm. then I haven't. So I only played the first beginning part. Oh, okay, cool. So, so I haven't gotten into it, into yeah. it. But. Yeah, it's pretty cool so far. I like the game mechanics, but it does feel like I'll need to get used to it. Yeah, you'll you'll plug in. You'll yeah. be like, okay, and then you're like, Pfft. but I got a feeling I'll be able to get the hang of it really soon. Mm-hmm. Is your mech a giant Peter Griffin? <laughs> Unfortunately, not Tyler. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. If you could do that, you can make him look like RoboCop, I guess, right? Actually, what I did was he's red and blue Night, Iron. in honor of Iron Man and RoboCop, RoboCop. and Optimus Prime. <laughs> What's your loadout? <laughs> My, well, right now I just have the default one. It's oh, like okay. gun. Yeah. And the energy sword and mm-hmm. the rockets. Nice. I haven't gotten yeah. any new guns yet. Yeah. Iron Man was in my dream last night. I'm just realizing. <laughs> I had like, really weird dreams dream? and did not sleep well because I watched. Uh, we we recorded RoboCop yesterday mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, it's such a good movie. I'm thinking about that a lot. I finished Killers of the Flower Moon um, last night, which was like a lot to chew on and think about. Yeah. Oh, and yes. then I started watching RoboCop two right before bed, oh, and I'm just like, I cannot process all of this. <laughs> I had uh, some wine and uh, girl dinner that Lily made, girl like dinner. you know, you know, cheese and uh, yeah. That's what she called Beautiful. it. Okay, I'm not. I'm you're, not. You're not being mean. I knew exactly <laughs> what you were talking about. Like a charcuterie <laughs> yeah. board minus the the meat because yeah, we don't need it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's not my what's new yet. Delicious. We were. Why did I bring this up? Oh, because Iron Man was in my dream. I, <laughs> I I was in a plane and he just like flew up and it's just like. Hey, uh, this thing doesn't work great yet, and because it was like the first <laughs> suit, like this armor, like the when he breaks out of the, the oh, the it was cave. like crusty one? suit. Yeah, he's the like Mark thing, One cave suit, and I could hear him. He's like, this thing doesn't work great yet, and then I woke up. <laughs> so I just figured you would like that story, Jacob. That's so. That sounds like such an Iron Man dream you would have. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you had red and blue Iron Man mech. Yeah. Nice. You're gonna you're gonna love it. I feel like it's just like it's, it's so fun so far. It's so freaking cool. It only gets cooler and the m- more loadouts you get. Right. And the story's kind of hard to parse through sometimes, but like you know, it doesn't matter. And you, <laughs> it's 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 just so much bang for your buck. Like oh, yeah. you can literally go. You're I gonna, can tell. You're gonna go through it three times, and every time the ending's different. And like it, oh. it, you get new missions and like new choices. Like oh wow, it's really it's a really good game. Like I was surprised where I was like, okay, all done. Then I read them. Like no, you got you can go you, you go through it again. There's new choices. And you go through it again, and again. And you get the secret actual bad guy of the whole game and you're oh, like oh wow. my god is the how long is the campaign uh, i don't know it's probably like 20 hours oh is that short or long that's short <laughs> oh okay yeah. so i don't have to put too much time no you won't put too much time okay yeah. i would say that's like medium length yeah okay 20 hours mm-hmm. okay i could pull that off so it's kind of like oh sorry go ahead i could probably play two yeah two missions no i could like go through it twice yeah probably. yeah and you'll, you'll like you'll like the second ending up. a lot that one's really cool oh okay. yeah yeah, it sounds like that game I still haven't played, but near Automata, which has like oh, three 20, different perspectives or whatever. And 23 endings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I haven't played near yet either. But yeah, once I get comfortable with how to play it, I got a feeling I'm going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, you're going to have a great time.
We'll smash our mechs together maybe one day too. Or we'll join the fight together. Oh, well, it's not co-op. you'll kick my ass. Yeah, it's not co-op, which made me sad. I don't want to get mad at you, Connor. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's so many cool songs. I'm so excited for you, especially the, end of the ending of the first one. Oh, my God. You're going to love Rusty. It's going to be so cool. Rusty. That's Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, the uh, mech builder Battle fighting game, game from FromSoft, right? Yeah, from FromSoft. Uh, what are you playing it on? I'm playing on Xbox Series 1. Nice. X. Xbox Rubicon. Series X. It's only available on Xbox, right? No, it's on PlayStation too. Oh, okay, that's fine. So is it cross-platform? Um, no, it's not cross-platform. But you have it on PlayStation. Yeah, so I was like, I kind of thought, my head, actually, I couldn't do that anyway. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. It's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it. That's the third RoboCop robot. <laughs> After the screaming skull. <laughs> Connery, what's new with you? Uh, I've been playing a lot more of Alan Wake 2. Um, I got off of it for a little while because I just didn't have time. I wasn't in the mood for like a weird narrative. And uh, I got really back into it. And I've been having so much more fun. It's, uh, it's definitely still weird. And the I don't know. I've talked about it before, but... I've just been doing a lot of that lately. Other than that, I've just been really busy watching a lot of Hell's Kitchen as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. It's What's like, your favorite Hell's Kitchen moment? Oh, man. What is my favorite Hell's Kitchen? Oh, oh okay. This recent one I saw, this chef just like literally lost his mind on, uh, this is from like season seven, I think. Yeah, yeah. season seven. Um, his name is Robert. And he just like, Gordon Ramsay's like, so who are we putting up? Who's on the chopping block of like the men team? And he's like, they know who they are, chef. And he's like, I'm I'm asking you who they are. And he's like, they know who they are. They can step forward. He's like, and he like, Roger was like, you tell me who they are right now. And do what I fucking tell you to do. And he's just like, I'm no one's bitch. Like, he just like freaks out and like runs and rips. He's like, you want a jacket so bad? Take mine. I'm nobody's bitch. And he just like freaks out. I don't know what the dude's nuts. He just like loses his little mind. And then he walks forward. Yeah. Like, like he like, str- like struts forward and goes like, you think I'm scared of you? I'm not scared of you. And he's, like, of course he's not scared of me. He's like these two like six foot five security men like come walking up oh my God. to flank him. And then this guy gets kicked out and then he's just cussing the whole time and screaming as he's leaving. I'm always surprised by like people on competitive cooking shows yes. or like the non-celebrities, you know, mm-hmm. or like Bar Rescue and someone just like looks like such an ass on on tv it's just like why it proves you right <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like why are you doing like well, you're making yourself look so bad like yeah. people just don't have enough awareness sometimes you know? this this man just had they so go, the, ca- the cameras like go to him afterwards and he's just like he's like oh gordon never knew he never saw my talent like i'm i'm like the god king of cooking <laughs> <laughs> i summon exodia <laughs> Well, yeah, I've been watching Love Hell's Kitchen with Karen. That's like her comfort show, and I'm starting to understand why. Because it's just yeah. Like, yeah, the madness of it all. Yeah, that on Hulu. Yeah, um, we're actually watching on Amazon, which is free oh, on, okay. on Freebie. Freebie. As you can hear me typing down my notes for later. <laughs> to the hell yeah. Um, how would you describe Alan Wake Two? Who has no idea what the hell that is? Alan Wake Two is like, like what? I know Alan Wake. I don't know Alan Wake Two. Oh, okay. So Alan Wake Two is basically like a. If Twin Peaks and Resident Evil had a baby. Mm. So it's weird in the fact that like it's about this writer and he's trapped in like this dark dimension and he's writing a story. 
However, that story is affecting real world. So he's basically rewriting reality while this evil double of himself. See, it already sounds so Twin Peaks Lynchian, but while this evil double of himself basically gets the first draft and gets to edit it. So like this evil version of himself is editing it to be like, okay, like here's what also happens. And here's this and this and this and this and this. And he has to fight through all of it. And he has to fight through all, but you also, you play as Alan Wake and you also play as an FBI agent saga. And she's very cool. I like playing as her a lot. And uh, you have a tape recorder. Um, she does not have a tape recorder, unfortunately, which kind of bums me out. But she's meeting all these weird characters. Alan's story is affecting her as he kind of tries to like write his himself out of this place and beat his double named Scratch. Scratch. Yeah, which apparently is another name for the devil, which I didn't know. Mr. Yeah. Scratch, yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I, I just imagine like a character from Cats. Yeah, I'm Mr. Scratch. <laughs> just like a Mistopheles man. <laughs> but... I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Scratch. <laughs> but yeah, so it's all like really silly things. Like I recently just ran into these two like trailer park moonshine drunks that call themselves Odin and Tor, and and they cool. legitimately think they're they're like the Norse gods. Oh, wow. And they're like, too. "We're your uncle. I'm your great uncle, and this is your grandfather, oh, and like we've known you forever." And she's like, "I don't know you, fucking people." And they're like, "Oh, your daughter's dead too." And she's like, "My daughter is alive." So it's kind of like cross fictions happening. So. Yeah. It's all working with like within metafictions that are yeah. like equally relevant, I guess. Exactly. So it's and really it's, confusing. And it's so like it's so meta and it plays on like the fact that the idea is like writing a story and like mm-hmm. narratives and they do great FMV sequences too, where it's like Alan Wake when he's on like this talk show called like The Door or like The Last Door or something like that. And it's just all like a movie. So they just like shoot it like a movie. So you have like an actual actor and then Whenever there's like ghosts or like Saga's deducing something, it goes to like she is CGI video game, but then like in the background, everyone's kind of like this weird see-through like FMV person like talking or like looming behind uh. her. So it becomes very ominous and like strange and surreal. It gets to the point where I'm like, oh, I can really tell this is a video game now because I just saw real people and now yeah. the video game. Oh, wow, it's jarring and strange, and I think it's all very in- an intentional piece of art. Like, it's yeah, just that really, sounds really great. Good. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Like. At some point, yeah, I will get play it. When it's it. on sale, I think. I will it's play just, it. Yeah, I got I, the first one because it was like on the PlayStation Essentials thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. You like get three games a month or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of wanna. I want to start playing it with like Lily. I mm-hmm. feel like. Do you think she would like it? I or? think so. I think she. I think she'd really like the second one. Like, I don't think you need anything. And I, I didn't play the first one at all. But do you, oh, so you haven't played the first one? No, I just jumped oh, right okay. into two, okay. and I was like, I was like, I'm fine. Like I, I got it. Got everything I need. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to find something to like switch off with or sometimes she just wants to like watch me play something. Yeah. Uh, but then other games, she's like, I have no idea what you're doing on that screen. It does not look interesting to me at all. <laughs> yeah. But also recently she's like, we should play Overcooked again sometime. I'm like, that's like the oh. only game she like brings up. Yeah. I'm like, we just we will play Overcooked and then we'll get like, like <laughs> I need the order. I got to get the eggs. I need the sushi. And like, it's like it's fun, telling, but also really stressful. Yeah, I was totally caring about Overcooked and she was like. I don't know about that. I feel like she yeah. would be super stressed. She likes Baldur's Gate because it's all like turn-based yeah, and she can right. like just kind of take her time with every move. Nice, nice. Is uh, Has Alan Wake been adapted into anything? Like, uh, I don't I don't movie, know, but it'd book. be... I, th- I think it's um, neither. Yeah, I yeah. think it's just a video game right now, but it'd be really wild adaptation if they did. Directed by David Lynch. Yeah, this already feels like a movie yeah. anyway, so... Yeah. 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 
So that's yeah. your what's new? That's Alan Wake 2 new. on PS5. Alan Wake 2 on PS5. Hell's Kitchen. On, on PS5. <laughs> on PS5. <laughs> if I'm playing as Gordon, I, you hit the scream button and square for doubt and circle for kick the trash can. There you go. <laughs> why to say, you fucking twat. <laughs> yeah, why to scream obscenity of some kind. Call someone a donkey. Look there at this. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, what's new with you? My what's new is I watched a little movie called Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Oh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I thought that was Mortal Kombat at first, but it was actually uh, I took the it wherever Phantom it Menace. went to go. Yeah. I, took it wherever it went. I watched this movie with both of you yes. in theaters oh, yes. and our friend Sean Joy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I had a very good time. We all did, I think. <laughs> we all did. Yeah. It was definitely better than I expected. Um, yeah, same. To show my cards too soon, I think I enjoyed it more than RoboCop 2. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. We're going about sequels. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, what did you, we, we all watched this. What did you guys think about <laughs> Aquaman 2? I feel like I can't compare Aquaman 2 and RoboCop You don't 2. have to. <laughs> you definitely don't have to. But if you enjoyed it more, I could understand why. Yeah. I Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I honestly had low expectations. I just, because I thought I was just going to enjoy the action. But I thought the story was pretty decent. You know, I bought into... Some, if not most of the stuff, like mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so Black Manta's causing global warming. <laughs> yeah, they kind of pin a lot of that on the villain <laughs> instead of humanity. It's a pretty yeah. serious He's accelerating issue accelerating it. Kind of, kind of devalues it a little bit of, you know, it's a DC <laughs> movie. It's the last ones, their last who raw, whatever. That's the thing is we all knew this was the last one mm-hmm. in the DCEU. So it's like, let's let them have fun. Yeah. And it feels so fun. It's so it like does. pulpy and adventury. Mm-hmm. Adventury. What won me over was purely the, like the set pieces and presentation of everything. Yeah. It just yeah. felt like they opened a toy box and we're like, "Look at all this fun stuff. We're just gonna take oh, yeah. everything out and play with it. It's gonna be a good time." Oh yeah, yeah. The production design and the costumes and everything mm-hmm. feels very sixties, like the sub that Black Manta has. Yes. Or like the, <laughs> it reminded me like on the outside of it, kind of like from Atlantis: Lost Empire. Yes, <laughs> yes. And then, oh, yeah. I love that sub. Yeah, and then the inside is just like, this feels the most like a set because it's just mm-hmm. huge space. And I, it seemed like they had a lot more practical sets in this movie. And like, all the henchmen's uniforms are the best thing to ever yeah. exist in any kind of superhero movie. I just love they all agreed to put those on. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, we're going to wear the half diver bell suit. Yeah. And we're going to all wear weird black jumpsuits when we're inside. <laughs> we found these suits. They fit all of us. Put them on. Yeah. And it makes sense. Like It's like to protect them in case they start sinking or like there's a leak in the hole like they're wearing wetsuits their weapons like operate on the orichalcum like it's all okay so i think think a lot of the plot is stupid but like all the (laughs) all just the artistry like on on the screen yeah like i think is is pretty great it's Mm -hmm. like Mm-hmm. Uh, there's maybe like one ropey CG shot I think in the beginning I, yeah. for, I forget but like overall well, like, in the beginning yeah yeah and like James Wan directed this just like the first one and I feel like yeah. this is just such a good follow up to Malignant yeah because I remember his idea for Malignant was like I wanted to make a movie that you'd like find weirdly like at a video store that's just like you've never heard of this movie you put yeah. it on and you're like what the hell did I just watch and right. it was so Malignant was fun yeah <laughs> And Aquaman 2 feels a lot, um, not in that exact way, but it feels like such an homage to like 60s sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he was really influenced by uh, Planet of the Vampires, I think it's called. <laughs> um, a movie I've seen that would actually influence Alien as well. It feels oh, wow. very much like Alien. Oh, cool. Um, that came out in the late 60s. That makes sense. The bad guys are so like Lovecraftian. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and the outfits feel like they look basically like they do in, in Aquaman 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like a big canvas he was painting on. He's just like, it seems like he doesn't really care about the story too much. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to have fun. And I'm like, yeah, sure, it's the last one. Like, why not go out this way? Like, <laughs> Jason Momoa is having so much fun. He's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, come on, man, loosen up. <laughs> <laughs> Once I saw him was riding, riding his motorcycle on the beach, I was like, I'm so in. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good sequence. And his dad's just like, yeah. <laughs> Holding his son, yeah. Look at daddy. Look at daddy. <laughs> it's the exact kind of like stupid, like uh I don't it's it's really creative and also like I could see how some people are just like, oh, this is dumb. It's just like that's the point. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. Like, it's just silly. Like, so many people are wrapped up in superhero movies being like, it has to be so fucking serious and like it has to be just like the Dark Knight, or it sucks. Yeah, or like just like Jared. Captain America, or just did you say Jared? <laughs> yes, freaking kid needs all of his superhero movies to be just like the Dark Knight. I'm like yeah. Jared. Sometimes you just want to just have fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I I loved it for its levity and its yeah. like sheer joy in itself. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like just reveled in its like. Mm-hmm. Life, yeah, <laughs> it's life. Not really gonna say there's like a, a great deal of character development. No, there's none, and that's not what it's about. It's not about character development. It's just about being silly and going on an adventure with your friends. I would say there's development with the relationship between uh, Arthur and uh, Orm. Orm, yeah, yeah. Which I, yeah. I really liked. I liked the whole brother stuff. Going he on eats there. cockroaches. It's great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Patrick, Patrick Wilson. <laughs> Patrick Wilson's great in this. They yeah, even call out that it's basically Thor and Loki again. Yeah, you know, but it's it it works. And mm-hmm. apparently they were going for Tango Tango and Cash. Okay. Oh, okay. I could see that, but also yeah. Tango and Cash is not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Though there is a really cool vehicle it. that they crash through. <laughs> yes. I mean, I I like Tango and Cash, but like I don't know if it really works or like is good. You know. I just like to. That was the movie that Sylvester Stallone wanted to prove to everyone. I'm not always like this, like muscled action guy who only fights. I also can think too, and that was his character. Yeah. He like wanted to portray his intelligence. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's like, he's like doing math all the time. <laughs> doing math. He's wearing glasses. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> Stallone. That's a whole conversation for some other movie. When, when yeah. we, come on for all the first bloods, Jacob. Yeah, or for all the Rambo no, that's movies. Jose. Oh well, he's Rocky. <laughs> Does he, he, like, do, he loves First Blood also. Okay. Right, Jose? You're, you're, like, you're right here. Jose, you took my spot in the, in the control booth. I have him on me. my sound pad. <laughs> you took your spot in the sound booth. Came down from there for this. <laughs> <laughs> Came all the way up from down, across the not across the street, down the block. I also had to move the cameras, too, so they're in new spots. Oh, okay. <laughs> these, these, uh, I like that you're contributing to the lore. Of yeah. The <laughs> these quote-unquote bits, not reality at all. We are, I already forgot that Jacob installed cameras all over this room. <laughs> it's part of the lore, Tyler. Yeah. I mean, Jacob's, you're operating the wiki. I am. <laughs> operating the wiki. So this stuff I is all on the franchise wiki. I don't know how many times. <laughs> you have a lot to do. <laughs> a lot of responsibility you take on. I mean, you know, it's the it's the job. <laughs> The unpaid job. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Let's talk about RoboCop 2. Ooh. Let us know what you think of it, Connery. I loved it. <laughs> oh, my God. I loved it a lot. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it better than the first one. <laughs> Why did you like it better than the first it's one? It's more fun than the first one. I do think it's more fun than the first one. But there's like so many layers and everything in That's the first true. movie. That's it's true. true. There's layers, but 
This one's having way more this fun. This one's having fun. I think, okay, so... I did my homework, now I get to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a fair point. Jacob, what, what what's your history with RoboCop and RoboCop 2? Well, like the franchise and then this movie. Yeah, uh, well, I would have to start off with RoboCop 3. RoboCop Ooh. 3 introduced me to RoboCop. It seems like that a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it helps that it was PG-13, yeah. so people mm. were like, oh, you could watch it, it's PG-13. And I was introduced to RoboCop, renting that movie over and over again when I was little. And then as I got older, I was like, oh, there's two other ones. Well, let me watch the first one. And <laughs> What if there was only RoboCop 3? <laughs> I know, right? That was so random. Where are the other ones at? <laughs> and then uh, we had bought the first one on VHS. And I was like, oh, cool, another RoboCop movie. Let me watch it. And then it's... When I'm watching that movie as a little kid, so I'm enjoying all the robot stuff, but I'm not so much enjoying all the other adult stuff where a lot yeah. of it's going over my head. Right. And I'm like, okay, get to him like shooting the bad guys. Then that's how I felt when I was little. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm older and I've we watched all these movies, like I saw RoboCop two for the first time in my early twenties and I loved it. I was like, Holy shit, this movie's so fun. Mm-hmm. And I rewatched Robocop the first one. Multiple times, I'm like, this movie's amazing. And on this recent, I watched all three just for this. And just, I recently rewatched RoboCop 1. And I'm like, this is like one of the most perfect movies ever made. Like, the production value is amazing. And all of that is, all the practical stuff is so impressive. And Peter Weller's just putting so much commitment into all of it. Yeah. It's like, it's a testament to his performance and the. And his beautiful lips. Beautiful, beautiful robot cyborg lips. Yeah, Connie, you brought this up before too, like uh, Guillermo del Toro's concept of like eye protein. Yeah. For a movie, I feel like RoboCop 1 is very much that. There's like so much. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot to digest. In the image, a lot to digest. And then this one is like, here's the fun schlop of like, here's this giant robot that's addicted to drugs. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like, that's not what I wanted, but like. No, I get you. No, but, but here's, I feel like RoboCop 1 is the steak dinner, right? And then RoboCop 2 is the... Reheated steak dinner. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, the, it's more so like the dessert. Salisbury steak. <laughs> I'd say Sorry, it's like the, the ice cream sundae. Yes. And RoboCop 3 is like the... Reheated co- steak dinner. <laughs> like five days later, RoboCop reheated steak dinner. Reheated steak dinner. Reheated steak dinner. Overheated. Yeah, but... Yeah, and I, I gave... On IMDb, I gave RoboCop and RoboCop 2 a 10. Yeah. And and for RoboCop 2 in particular, yeah, I, I used to, you know, funny enough, this I, this used to be my favorite one. And then I did all this research on it and I'm like, oh my God, this is like really, it was really problematic making this. Mm. We'll talk about that oh, later. Oh, the first RoboCop? No, the second, second. one. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. And, you know, knowing all that and then just seeing all the substance that's with the first RoboCop that isn't as prevalent and it's still there, but it's not as prevalent. In the second one, it's like I do feel RoboCop might have some higher value than RoboCop 2, but I still had a blast watching RoboCop. I mean, he goes on top of this thing, rips out its brain, <laughs> smashes it. It's like it's so it's so satisfying. <laughs> it's like a uh, what's it called? In go- uh, like the old God of War games, like the oh. um, when you press the button, yeah, you press circle over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like one of those the sequences. Theatrical sequences. Yeah. Oh, oh my! What are those called? Quick time event. Yeah, there you go. There you go. 
And just this one really leans into the pulp fantasy craziness of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you know, I think is a lot of fun. Connery thinks it's a lot of fun. I thought it was a lot of fun. I know you think it's fun. Don't lie. Some parts are. I think I, I, was, <laughs> I, I, was, and I was also set up, I feel like, by you and Leo to be like, this is shit. Like, this one's supposed to be like trash. It kind of is. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so I watch, I'm like, this isn't trash. This is great. I'm having so much fun. I'm really happy because, like, usually on this podcast, uh, we, Connery and I have like a similar opinion at least. So, mm-hmm. like, right. yeah, do not <laughs> change your opinion just because yeah, I'm like, no. I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not eating my robo baby food. <laughs> I'm not eating my robo baby food. Which was, there was none in the second one. Damn it. I like that his personality <laughs> is rewritten. I think that whole thing. I hate too, that. I think it's super like funny. That. It's super like funny either. and it's great. I think that's perfect. <laughs> oh, okay. If he gets the propaganda, yeah. I don't yeah. like how he his personality resets before that. But we'll talk right. about that in a second. No, I don't like that. I like the what he gets propaganda about. And I love the evil, evil little league team. I think that's so great. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Okay, hold on. Hold and on. that's so Frank Miller now that I know that he wrote that uh, one too. This one. <laughs> let me talk about my history first. Fine. Yes, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, the first time I ever saw this movie was at my friend's house that I used to like, he'd have like, he was the friend that had like slumber parties, or, like sleepovers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. That's where I discovered some like seminal films uh, for me in terms of like <laughs> like Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Have either? Oh seen yeah. <laughs> yes. You have? Yeah. I've seen oh that. yeah. I thought that was like the funniest thing ever as like a sixth grader. It oh probably God, ages yes. very horribly. It does. I um, discovered such seminal, such seminal works as um, Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen at Slumber Party. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Same vein. We're all like ten years old. So we're like, yeah. oh, this stuff is so cool. Van Helsing. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh. <laughs> and i remember late at night i think everyone had fallen asleep and the tv was still on and i just woke up it was like you know like when you're really young before you even have like coffee or anything and you're yeah. just, like you've never had that before it's like you're waking up you're like, like delirious in the middle of the night yeah. mm-hmm. i woke up and i just see the brain in the jar and i was just like so horrified it was the whole scene of them like yeah. taking off his head hey. and oh, everything yeah, i was lot. just like what is this like i am so scared and like i think i had i was like really freaked out for a while yeah mm-hmm. uh not to the extent of like that et freaks me out because yeah. et is still a horrible creature that ruins my life <laughs> ruins my life consistently <laughs> he's just out to get you he is especially the crusty one in the, <laughs> in, the, in, the river. in the river i hate him <laughs> I hate. I love that that thing. It's just like if, if, if that was me, like me and my brother. What's the thing? Like me and my buddies would hit uh, ET with hammers yeah. if we discovered him. Hammers. Damn. Uh, um. So that really freaked me out because it was just really, really it's gruesome, visceral, yeah. and I still think it's like too visceral in this movie. Um. But yeah, that's my, that's my history with this. I've seen it a couple times, but that was mm-hmm. the first time. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell is this? So. What about you, Jacob? Well, he just what? did it. Oh, you just did it. Well, this is my first <laughs> time you? ever seeing yeah. it, and I really, really liked it. <laughs> um, it's beautiful. Okay, so just like, let's talk about, I just want to talk about the tone real quick. Sure. Okay. That's the thing why I think I, this movie doesn't work very well, aside from Murphy having like no arc, and he's not Murphy, he's RoboCop, and yeah. he resets uh, in the yeah. beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. which is something I really don't like in sequels in general. Yeah. And you're um, referring to him dealing with his family, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. And even up to the point where he's just like, I'm not Murphy anymore. Right, when right. his wife conveniently shows up at yeah. the at the at well, she's she's uh, suing the OCP, isn't she? Yeah, yeah but she why is. would she be at the at? Uh, there's her no reason. Smuggled, she, her lawyer smuggled, smuggled her in, so was, he could she could see him. But like, so I guess she's suing the OCP. But like, I would think. But, <laughs> 
Robocop <laughs> is stalking his ex-wife, you yeah. know? Yeah. And she's, weird. like, fine with it. And she's like, oh, my God. Because she thinks like, he's still in there. She's like, what the fuck? My husband's alive. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, could be fine if there's any follow-up at all but there no, yeah, at the end of this movie. Isn't. It's just it a big sucks. robot, rock'em, sock'em robot at the end. Because he listens to the lawyer guys, and he's like, I'll just have to let it go. Like, I won't hurt her anymore. But, but I, there's the, no art. Ty, yeah, there no, isn't. Tyler's issue is that's too easy, which yeah, I agree. It's, it's no story, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it is like a little just decision it's in bad. one scene. Yeah. There's, his humanity is less touched upon in this movie, mm-hmm. which yeah, and Peter like, Weller and Nancy Allen hated. Yeah, the final yeah, line. They hated just, making this movie. Mm-hmm. So they agree with, RoboCop agrees with you, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> the final line just sucks, too. It's like, we're only, only human. We're only human. It's like, that's such a cop out. Like, they just had to throw something in there because they've realized they didn't, like, decide on having any kind of character development in this. Um, But continue. Oh, just, yeah, I'm just ranting now. But just like, (laughs) aside from that, just the tone, I feel like it is very visceral and gruesome in a way that the first Mm, one is, but in a different way, that's a little bit more cartoony and ground, but like it's cartoony. Like the first one has such a delicate balance of being like ridiculous and grounded at the Mm. same time. Yeah. This this one is like when they're pulling, they're just showing straight up like Tom Noonan's disembodied head (laughs) around. I'm like, why are they doing that? To to his own brain to like try to mirror the RoboCop scene Mm, in the first movie where he's like barely conscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, that's way too gruesome. Like, Robocop didn't see his own head disembodied, you know? Like, well, he had a much more unclean death. He was treated with a lot less respect, I'd argue. Yeah. The arm. That's yeah, true. I like that scene a lot in the first RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, it is a cool scene. Yeah, lose the arm. No, I get it's what like, you no. mean, though. The, the violence is way... The first one, the violence, it's hyper-stylized violence. This yeah. one, it's definitely cartoon violence. But it feels like way more gru- It feels way more gruesome to me, and just like the it tone is. of having the, certainly is. the kid in it. Like I always don't, I don't like that. Um, That's so Frank Miller, though, to have like a weird mafia child. <laughs> Yeah, it just breaks the reality of like the world for me. Like it's yeah. it's 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 too much. Well, also, um, wasn't all that supposed to still kind of be playing to the satire of of that world though? Yeah, they just don't. Okay, so all the commercials, like the the first commercial in this movie, just is obviously shot with the same cameras that they shot the movie with, which mm-hmm. is always a pet peeve of mine, um, just because it it lacks any kind of like realism in the construct of the movie. You yeah, know, it's yeah. just like, oh yeah, we just use. This is part of the movie, yeah. like the, yeah. the 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 car that like kills the guy inside of it, yeah. which is like fine. That'd be fine on its own, but like the technical aspects of that bother me. And then like all the other commercials are kind of just like too dark and bleak and not funny. I like the skin cancer one. Which one's that? The one where oh, she has like, yeah. a super sunscreen. That yeah. one's funny. That one is good, where she yeah, basically looks like Globy from Pee-wee. <laughs> yeah, that, I thought that was really <laughs> yeah, funny. That one's good. Uh, but then there's... will give you skin cancer. Yeah, that yeah. Day, it's <laughs> yeah, that one, that's probably the best commercial. Yeah. Um, and then there's the one where, like, the guy just straight up commits suicide in the commercial. Oh, I'm just yeah. like... Oh, yeah, that was a little much. The yeah. tone is just all over the place in this yeah. movie. But uh, Jared okay. was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll stop there. You guys talk. <laughs> No, you guys are allowed to talk now. <laughs> we're gonna keep Thank you for your permission. <laughs> rumble in the broxum and this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I oh, like the whole yeah. beginning sequence where everyone's stealing from each other. There's like literally a domino effect <laughs> of people stealing. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's like a good way to show the escalation. Yeah, the whole like city's just gone to shit. Yeah. I like the bleakness of the fact that like, hey, everything that we everything bad that was going to happen in the first movie still happened anyway yeah. the police went on strike the ocp is still very much has their hands in everything yeah so much so that they're literally going to privatize detroit yep. so i like that i like the kind of bleak sense of like hey like nothing changed like robocop's not gonna do anything because he can't yeah i don't i don't mind that stuff yeah, yeah. um i really 
I enjoyed Weird Mafia Child, especially his weird ascent. I was, I, I only thought Frank Miller wrote the throw. So Jake, when Jacob said he wrote the second one too, I was like, everything clicked. I was like, I was like of course he did. No of course he did. I also realized that Dark Knight Returns came out a year before the mo- first RoboCop came out. Really? Yeah. So maybe it's just a. Like, it's just like a coincidence. Weird, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. What did you think? I was ragging on him a lot in the first one for like copying RoboCop, but it just seems like they were just like having the same cultural zeitgeist. Oh, you, you thought he copied the, the Dark news. Knight Returns from RoboCop? Yeah. Like I thought he did oh. the whole like news sequence. I'm like, that's so oh. Dark Knight Returns. No. But I think it just might have been like a similar like they ripped off Dark Knight Returns. I, no, I, I, I think they just kind of had a cohesion <laughs> thing. Time. I'm oh, sure, yeah, sure it was just like both of them are underway. That was the vibe back then. So. Yeah, and then a comic book finished first, and the movie came out, and it's like, oh, they have similar <laughs> styles and tastes, and it's full circle because Peter Weller voices Batman in the animated Dark Knight Returns. That he does. Oh. <laughs> I don't like him voicing Batman in Dark Knight. Returns, I heard though. some clips. I'm like, what? Why? He sounds he, awful. He doesn't care. Yeah. Right. Tonight I am the law. I'm like fuck you. <laughs> That's a- no passion. He's RoboCop. Yeah, but he's Batman in that. <laughs> and I'm just I'm watching this movie and I'm like Frank Miller hates kids. He really does. <laughs> he really hates kids. Yeah, I guess that's the whole thing too. Where. Well, whatever. I don't. I can't believe you don't like the Evil Little League team. <laughs> that, it comes that out was of a nowhere. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing to. It's it like, was okay, funny, and then this is happening too. Like yeah. this is straight up. Like it feels kind of like Batman Returns territory, where Tim Burton's like, I don't give a fuck. Just throw all the shit in there, which I like. <laughs> I like that in Batman Returns, but like the fact that there's all these kids, and then like the. Okay, I th- I do think it's funny that like the coach is like kind yeah. of telling them to do it, and he's like shooting RoboCop. But he's like brainwash these kids and be little criminals. <laughs> it's just like the reality. Like the first one feels like there's real stakes when people die, and it's really gruesome. And this is just like like the whole time. It's just freaking stupid. Like, well. It's just not my tone that I want from this, like especially since the first movie is so good. You wanted to capitalize more on the humanity and machine th- machine themes. Yeah, and, which I yeah. wanted. Yeah, just have any kind of like things to think about. Yeah, this movie has nothing to say, maybe other than drugs are bad. <laughs> Literally, and the, you know this was around the time the war on drugs thing was starting to go on the rise. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think I am going to try an all-nuke diet now, though. There you go. Hey, there's fun. a nuke for every emotion. A nuke for every emotion. I'm just going to complain about everything in this movie. Because I'm like, I, I want. The, I wish there was like a POV of like what people, like like a, a nuke POV, you know? <laughs> yeah, like they turn into zombies or something, definitely. Because it seems like kind of like heroin or something where they're just yeah. like a really chilled out. like. Yeah, they just like, uh. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like you would have liked the original version of it where they had the director I told you about Tim Hunter attached making this movie sound apparently was a shit show from the research I did on it. Uh, they made, they had a version of the script and then they trashed it. And then I think both the other writers of RoboCop one were going to work on Well, they didn't work on it cause they were going to go to another movie. And so they, there was somebody else that they wanted to write this before they went to Frank Miller. I forgot, but they eventually went to Frank Miller and then they weren't liking his version he was <laughs> making. And then they brought in Waylon Green and that guy was a screenwriting veteran at the time. And that guy's actually written a lot since then. You told me you wrote up in Empire Strikes Back. No, no, that's Irvin Kershaw. Oh, the director. But he was brought in a week before this movie was starting oh to film. God. Yeah, that makes sense. This like, is also his I'll last movie. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's the last one he made. But Waylon Green, he wrote for The Man in the High Castle, ER. Mm. He did something for Dinosaur. Oh. 
And uh, he wrote Eraser. He did some Law and Order. He wrote War Games and The Wild Bunch. Okay. Yeah, so he spruced up the script. Frank Miller still got to keep a lot of his stuff in it. <laughs> a lot of his weird things. All his children, evil children. <laughs> I just don't think I like... Because Robocop can't shoot kids, so how he's going to deal with those kids. <laughs> I don't think I like Frank Miller's worldview in general. No, he's a moron. <laughs> he's good. He's good at making dystopian worlds. That's about it. Yeah. But, um, and it takes a really dark, weird person to do that. It does. Yeah. And he is a weirdo. So I'm never going to argue with you that Frank Miller's yeah. not a weirdo. They also went to Alan Moore to write this. Can you imagine an Alan Moore Robocop? Oh my God. It's so much more bitter. It'd be better. Probably. Bitter and better. I'd say bitter. He wouldn't want to waste his energy on it. But um, he's someone who like hates himself and his job so much. It feels like so much. Yeah, he just wants to do witchcraft and like, uh, have like just fuck a lot of people. Yeah, Isn't that so exactly. whole thing? I think so. Yeah, he just so, definitely wants to do witchcraft. He yeah. was Kane then. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Red alert! Red alert! You've played Nukem Classic. Now introducing the new expansion, Nukem Hydro, the first board game to be powered by real isotopes. Use state-of-the-art irradiated weaponry to eviscerate your enemies and their citizens. All, of course, charged with devastating thermonuclear energy. And don't forget the included Edward Teller play figure, which includes over 10 different lines about the existential implications of radioactive weaponry. If somebody builds a bigger bomb. Bigger bomb, bigger fun. Nuke them. Get them before they get you. I love Kane in this. I'm sure Kane's Alan Moore. great. Do you like Kane better Kane or the bad is guy in the first fun. one? Fun or Red? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like Red Foreman better because he has, I do like Red because he's better. throughout the whole movie. Yeah, uh, Boddicker. The Boddicker. Can Kurt you fly, Mike. Bobby? <laughs> it's like, like, like Kane feels like a good successor to Boddicker. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they yeah. just he's dead so soon. And mm. then the rest of the movie, he's just like a horrible like lawnmower man ah. CG phase. <laughs> that, that like. <laughs> that like the woman who is like in his cult uh, drug operation thing before it's yeah. like oh Kane it's like that looks nothing like him it looks like just like, <laughs> like the most generic person of all time yeah. how do you recognize him? yeah <laughs> he's blob he's he's Mario in Mario 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 3D after you play you with his face <laughs> <laughs> So it's like maybe if Tom Noonan at least voiced the RoboCop 2. I thought he was going to speak. I was kind of upset that he just went. Yeah, ah, why didn't he just talk? Because I think. Cool. Yeah. Tom Noonan, I think, is like a phenomenal actor. He's always really interesting in anything. Like I, I, I always he's one of the actors. Where I'm like, I want to watch that movie just because he's in it for like five minutes. Mm hmm. Like he is the he's the uh, the red dragon in uh, Manhunter. Oh, right. He's like the serial killer. Yeah. And um He's in Heat. I haven't seen his Connected in New York. He's I know really he's scary. Supposed to be in that. He's generally a very scary person in <laughs> yeah. movies. Uh, and he's also in that, like, did you ever see that stop motion movie, Anomalisa? Oh, no. It's like Charlie Kaufman wrote. We almost um, did. We saw 13 Strong instead. Mm. What, what did you prefer? 13 Hours. 13 Hours. Yeah. 12 Strong is the other one. Right. But they all blend. Oh, you saw the Benghazi movie instead of Anomalisa? <laughs> yeah. Right, how was it? I think it's because we missed the screening or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then we saw that instead. <laughs> it's saw 13 hours. Did you like it? Okay, no comment. was just there. <laughs> I'm like, this is a cool Call of Duty mission. <laughs> yeah, I was like... <sighs> was it because you went to the wrong movie theater? Is that why you were late? Oh. <laughs> no. no, but I saw An Anomalisa later. Actually, I know what you're talking about. Oh, good. I did yeah. like that movie. Yeah. I never saw it. I need to see it. Mm -hmm. Well, do you, you know, what is cool in this movie is all the stop motion stuff. 
Did yes, you at least yes, enjoy it's that? Really the good. effects are really good yeah. in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's wasted on this movie because the, <laughs> the script is bad. <laughs> Like Lewis gets basically nothing <laughs> no, to she do. She has nothing to do. And yeah. like I love her in the yeah. first movie. Yeah, um, she's the one Frank Miller, humanity. This is before like, Frank Miller overcorrects with his like ideas about women. Ugh. How does he overcorrect? He's he just like the Dark Knight uh, strikes again. He has a Carrie Kelly make a much more vocal vocal and like front and center. To modern day now, um, he literally has a team of like all women as his like uh, superheroes. You know, Supergirl, son, daughter of Wonder Woman and Superman. Um, Carrie that, Kelly's Batman now. That's something he's writing now. This that's already this already happened. That sounds oh, kind of oh. like Joss Whedon to Jason or it's something. It's very Joss Whedon to Jason. <laughs> it's it's like just so like. This feels like an overcorrection, and somebody's yeah. just like, "Like I'm not that guy. Look, I did this," and it's like, "Okay." Like he's not really being honest about it, I yeah, guess, in terms a- of how he actually feels about, um, you know. And like, then you have Zen Zo- <laughs> reality. Zen, and then you have like Zen Buddha, baby Superman, and that one's really weird too. I don't know what you're talking about. Anymore. Yeah, it's weird. He fights Dark Side. Whoa. And then there's Sabaro Superman, who just always has good <laughs> deals on pizza and breadsticks. Yeah, there's Sabaro Superman. <laughs> Great. Well, stop motion. Made some, those are some badass action scenes. Yeah, they it are. looks really good. Mm-hmm. The car chase, they did a really good job putting those stuntmen in that Robocop outfit. Yeah. Yes. Making it not look cheap. And that's, that, right. car, that whole car sequence is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Which car Except sequence? Except when they accidentally run over that poor stuntman. Oh, that Is happened? that what happened? You remember? No, you see it right in the movie. Remember when he drives through the bar? Oh, and yeah. And there's a stuntman trying to get out of the way, but oh, he gets caught. Yeah. In, oh, yeah. He's like no. barely. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, the stunts are really good. The, mm-hmm. There are a lot of technical things about this movie that I, I think are really good. Right. Um, I do think like the film stock that they used was like too modern and clean. Like it doesn't have the same vibe like as yeah, the first movie. Not that, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not as gritty. But it should be um, dirtier <laughs> and colored differently, or no? I yeah, I'm I'm sure. Uh, I honestly don't know too much about um, coloring be- pre digital, but you know, like you tell us any of the film, and then you have a colorist. But yeah, I don't know yeah. how much control you really had back then no yeah compared to now um well in the first one what did they film on because it looks grainier than robocop 2 yeah i don't know i mean it might have just been a budget thing it could have been because because the way they lit the first movie especially that's in the RoboDoc too is that um they just use a lot of like ambient light that they a lot of it they installed but it's like a lot of practical lighting like in the police uh, station and everything it's not a lot of stage cinematic lighting so that's that lends to it being more gritty and like feel more grounded because it's a really ridiculous story so mm-hmm. it's like that helps match the tone like put those two tones together you know yeah this one just leans into the lunacy <laughs> yeah it's just like yeah like i mean all of it a lot of it feels like it's just thrown together because like you said like irvin Kirshner was just like uh I'm here to direct the movie. That's not Irvin Kershner. That's like David Lynch. He, he <laughs> I'm sounds, here to direct the movie. He sounds kind of nasally, though. I can't. Like, he has, like, a deeper right. voice. Uh, I don't really know how to. That was close. I'll work on it. That I'll do good. it for RoboCop oh 3. God. I'll do it. I'll, I'll I'll perfect it by the time we cover Empire Strikes Back. Right, I'm going to get you. you, go. you <laughs> Who are you going to get me? I'm going to get you. I'm going to stick your head in a tube. Oh. 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 <laughs> Uh, what else did you guys like? <laughs> uh, I liked Robocane. I like that Robocane's addicted to drugs still. I think it's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> I like uh, I love it. Yeah, Dan O'Hurley, uh what's his character's name? Like the CEO guy? Oh, he's really great in this one, too. Oh, I don't even... I just call him the old man. Yeah, That's what everybody calls him. He's I like, think that's his name in the movie. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. 
the evil CEO, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. And I like he's so much man. more front and center. We're like mm-hmm. the, the first movie, he's like, they're like, oh, he's a good guy. The old man's like, no, the old man's a big piece of shit yeah. who like wants to like tear down all of Detroit. Well, he's somewhat of a piece of shit in the first one too, but he's like less problematic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this one is like, no, he's a bad man. Yeah. <laughs> he's the CEO. Yeah. He's there for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's also great in Halloween three season of the witch where he plays kind of a similar role <laughs> oh, <he> is, <laughs> of like the Irish town with Selene and everything. Yeah. Oh, um, but I love that. He's like holding up the nukes. Like we have to get this off the streets. And then uh robo robo Kane is like reaching. And like whenever his little vessel comes out to grab the big thing of nuke, it's just like, it's like very addicted to it. Like that stuff is fun. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's stuff in it. I don't think this movie wholesale sucks or is like a total stinker, but it's just like, what it could have been like yeah no i get you yeah could have been because i don't don't know if there was more humanity in the first drafts there probably was they probably wanted more more like what it frank miller probably made him psychotic (laughs) probably yeah just they made it more action-packed and less more so on the humanity stuff which i did miss in this one like i realized in this time around I enjoyed seeing him like wrestling with his wife now knows he's alive. Yeah. So like, how are they dealing with that? Mm -hmm. And then they have the scene where he just is cold to her and is like, Murphy's dead. This is to honor him. And then he like, he watches her leave because he's like, I had to do that. That's my sacrifice. And then we don't go back to it. And I was like, wait, we never go back to that. I That's something we should have faced again. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like, and are they going to do that in the third one? I don't remember them doing that. I think there's just a jetpack, and <laughs> yeah. like, that's it. There's not much. It's like everyone, a Japanese RoboCop. Yeah, everyone uh, decided to just, I think, stop doing that. Like, the way we don't want to deal with, like, family <laughs> and the reality of being a human in this state and what exactly that means, what what life is left yeah. for that kind of person. Right. People want to see him shoot They want to see yeah. him shoot the bad guys. It's, it's, almost, robot. it's almost got infected with his own weird reprogramming in this movie, which I thought felt a slight even commentary on yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's um the one guy from the first movie who's, like, the, the secondary assistant mm-hmm. CEO guy who's, uh, uh, I Dan- oh, Felton Perry. Mm-hmm. Uh, does he look familiar to you at all, Jacob? The with the, the Johnson. I think it's Johnson. Yeah, he's like the guy who's who works with uh, Omnicorp, and he's he's got the glasses and uh, black. Yeah. Okay. I only know him from these movies. Oh, <laughs> he looks so familiar to me. He's also in Dumb and Dumber. He's also in Dumb he and is. Dumber. There he goes. He's the cop. <laughs> he's the cop investigating everything. That's so funny. Did you get a license plate to the vehicle? <laughs> I'm only bringing that up because I know Jacob loves Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yes. Dumb and Dumber is funny. I love it too. Oh, yes. Yeah. We got to cover that sometime. Yeah, that's that's our sacrifice, <laughs> is having to cover Dumb and Dumber 2. Two. Dumb and Dumber, I believe. No, there's Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber, and then Dumb and Dumber 2, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Dumb yes. and Dumber 2 is kind of lame. That's what I heard. I haven't seen yeah. that one. I remember liking the prequel for some reason. <laughs> I hate the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. We're learning about all our differences in this episode. <laughs> I hate you guys, but I love you guys. Oh, there's that really good uh, bit where <laughs> uh, Harold or whatever is to Lloyd. It's just like they're in the liquor store. It's like, hey, does your mom have jugs like these or whatever? <laughs> like thinking it's a porno mag, but it's just a, it's a magazine. It's called Jugs. It's just full of like ceramic jugs and everything. Oh, yeah. I always thought that was really funny. It's funny. Yeah. Therefore, it's a perfect movie. There Therefore, you go. Unto. Um, if anything, because I thought they'd play more on the kid reminding him of his son. Yeah, I did too. They could have played on that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, maybe, right. And then Sorry, when what? But uh, and then when he, the kids spoiler dying, I thought he would get another flash of his son, mm-hmm. but they don't. But I was kind of inferring on my own, like, oh, this is probably sad for Murphy because this kid reminded him of his son because yeah. he, like, froze that other time. His son would shoot him all the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> Just like TJ Laser. Just like TJ Laser. Like Can you do that, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> Dodge this. <laughs> but, yeah. And then I'm watching him with Jared, and then Jared's like, ugh, why are they... Giving that kid this humanity. I hate that kid. I wanted. I don't want him. I don't want us to feel bad for him. Hey, we all have humanity. <laughs> Again, yeah. the tone is inconsistent because he's a little shithead <laughs> up until that point. And it's like, I don't mind like him. Yeah. That's a good scene. It's yeah, a poignant he had his, scene. Yeah. He had his whole I life like ahead. He thought he was going to be a somebody. And now he's just dying. He's just, the last words are dying sucks. That's, yeah, yeah. That's what I told him. It's like, well, Jared, at the end of the day, that's a kid. Yeah. Okay. And Robo has. He, like, eh. Robo handles that with like full humanity. He's like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like I will stay with you. Dying until... does suck. <laughs> Dying does suck. Just like what Batman does for uh, in Justice League Unlimited for that one. Oh yeah, he does stay with her yeah, to the very end. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys know who that kid is? Who the no. actor is? Who is I that? His name's Gabriel Damon. Uh, that name probably doesn't like ring any bells, but not even for can, me. Can you guess what else he might be in? No. <laughs> I bet you'll never be able to guess it. Never. I don't think I ever will. <laughs> what is it? The I land. Land Before Time? The Land Before Time. He's Littlefoot? He's Littlefoot. Oh! What? <laughs> Total 180. Since the first From one? dinosaur to child. <laughs> <laughs> he had four legs. Now he has two. Ate too many star leaves. Now he's a boy. <laughs> oh, now he's a boy that calls you a fucker and shoots you. <laughs> Called everybody bitch. They are. <laughs> There's too much star nuke in those star leaves. It's a nuke of the dinosaur <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> he like ever since the first one. Uh, at, well, in the first one, I don't know if he did any of the sequels, but I know yeah. he did the first one. Oh wow! Yeah. God bless Littlefoot and God bless Chomper and Sarah too. And Petrie can suck a dick. Poor Petrie. I don't like Petrie. Well, I'm just why don't you like Petrie? I think he's annoying. P- I thought Petrie. He's a little worried. Petrie's a girl. Petrie's. I thought Petrie was a boy. Petrie's Are the little pterodactyl. Yeah. That's Ducky. Yeah, you're thinking of Ducky. Petrie's the Triceratops? No, that's Sarah. Petrie's the little pterodactyl. Kind of. He's a little bird bird little, The tiny girl voice. No. No. That's what? Ducky. Oh, yeah, that's, that's Ducky. Ducky. Yeah. Ducky is the one the child yeah, let's actors not, yeah, had let's not talk about. <laughs> yeah, that, bad things happened to Ducky. <laughs> Very bad things oh. happened to Ducky. And I think we've talked about it on this podcast before. Yeah. Right? And yeah. it's like too yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. Oh, cool. Wow. Cool. <laughs> God bless That's Ducky. God crazy. bless Robocop. That's crazy about uh May God have mercy on us all. We also want to know what else the mayor was in. I don't know. I didn't look that up. <laughs> he sounded so familiar to me. Yeah. I hadn't seen him in anything else. Mayor he's, Kuzak. Mayor Kuzak. Yeah. I liked his character. Yeah. He's fun. Yeah, he's good. He, he kinda, was definitely something, you he know. He carried somewhat of the people's soul. Mm-hmm. Like I hate like he's trying to figure out how to save the, every all the citizens. From this privatized company. So I thought that was cool. And then he's like, I have to resort to making a deal with these criminals. A literal deal with the devil. Yeah, but luckily mm-hmm. the devil came and stopped him from doing it. <laughs> luckily the devil stopped from signing the contract with the other little devil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he is in The Color Purple, um, okay. the one from the 80s. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Whoopi. 
Yeah, from 85. Uh, mm-hmm. Air Force One. Okay. Maybe you know him from there. He's in Air Force One? I guess. I'm realizing I know him from The Hills Have Eyes Part 2. Oh, from the 2000s? No, from 1984. Oh. Original one that is pretty bad, but I remember him being good in that. Uh, oh. That's about it. I don't know. Oh. He's in he's in other stuff for sure, but is not like alive? huge things. Um, yeah. Was he in like... Was he, char- was he a character actor in TV? Yeah, I think so. His name is Willard E. Pugh. Mm-hmm. Pugh. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's all I got for you. Friend of Florence Pugh. For the... Um, <laughs> yeah, friend. <laughs> friend. The, the, the same last name. <laughs> Her father. Her so father. for uh, <laughs> for the lady who played uh, the girl, Kane's girlfriend, mm-hmm. like the mom-ish... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, apparently Frank Miller offered her the role of Electra for the Electra movie they were developing. She said, no, happened. thank you. Well, she was going to do it, but that <laughs> movie just never happened. Yeah. His Electra would have been really, really a lot. Like Good. a lot, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was too much for the 80s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not saying a lot. Well, I've read all his Daredevil books and Electra's a lot in those. <laughs> oh boy. Like well, sexualized, you mean? No, or? hyper. Yeah. Yeah, that's like something badass that, hypersex. She's just practically naked every time she's fighting people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hypersex sounds like a really good movie name, honestly. <laughs> hypersex coming to theaters near you. Depends on the movie, huh? Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> that's a that is a good title. But <laughs> that's like the name of a family movie, like then. Cube Two Hypercube. <laughs> Hypercube. Yeah, it wouldn't be a kids movie. What? <laughs> a family. Take movie. your kids to see hypersex. Uh, <laughs> it's making me think of dystopian sci-fi movie Hyper Six. What is uh, a Donnie Darko? Michael Mann. Michael Mann. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie, Donnie, Donnie Darko. Uh, Donnie Darko. I think the school, the town is called like Intersex or Middlesex or something like that. Really? And uh, but that's like just a name for a. I think Mid- Middlesex, something like that. It's the name of the town that he's. In. Yeah, and like that's just the name of towns. But like when I was like a teenager, I was like, oh, is that like that makes me? What is that? <laughs> like I don't know what that is. Like just anything with sex. When I'm like an early teenager, I'm like, I feel really awkward about this. It's like it's just the name of the town. It has no context. Like it wasn't spelled S E X, right? Yeah. No, I think it was. Oh. But that's that's just like the name of like British towns and stuff like that yeah, too. Like Not that Donnie Darko's there. Or, uh, Essex makes sense, but yeah. middle S and then space SEX, that is still kind of strange. Oh, you want to go and say goodbye? While you take Niles out, I'll look up what the town is called in Donnie Darko. <laughs> okay. okay, I believe you. <laughs> I don't, I don't. know. <laughs> Middlesex, Virginia. Wow. All right. I wonder what they do in that town. <laughs> They're mostly sad and emo and... And Patrick Swayze's there. They're terrorized. Yeah, I haven't seen Donnie Darko in a while. I didn't really like it. Really? Yeah. That was such like a seminal movie for me as a angsty teenager who is into emo stuff. You just you wanted to be <laughs> that sense. you wanted to be that bunny so badly, didn't you? Uh, not the bunny. The bunny did freak me out. And then all like the ghosting stuff, like the seeing the future, like the future slime, basically uh-huh. that floats around. I'm like, whoa, this is so. Cool. It's just like such like a teenager movie, you know. Oh, so we're still talking great. about Donnie Darko. Hell yeah, <laughs> you really love that Smurf monologue he gives. I remember thinking that was really like funny and smart. Now, I'm, if I watch it again, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> but hey, we'll cover it one day. Yeah. There's S Darko, which is apparently terrible. Mm. That's I keep getting confused. Mila Kunis did the American Psycho, yeah, sequel. yeah. right, with wow. William Shatner. Yes, whoa, we're going to do that. <laughs> this is, I guess, this is the this is the episode to talk about granular sequels. It really is, yeah, especially with me. 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, let's all dress in suits and be American psycho men for when we do that. Oh, God. It's got a watermark. It's got a That'll be our game. We'll present business cards. <laughs> oh, I should have played fiddle upside down for this episode. I liked that bit. That was funny. Yeah, that was <laughs> and good. then he breaks his violin. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, that was a good bit, actually. So in conclusion, yeah, it's like, two. is there anything else? Maybe to it's not such a piece of shit after all. <laughs> I think it is a piece of shit. But like, there's a lot of really talented <laughs> tradespeople and craftsmen and artists working on this movie. Mm-hmm. Who worked yeah. on this movie. Have you or someone you know been negatively affected by the removal of your brain, spine, and eyeballs, of which were then placed into a scientific tube? Hi, I'm Richard Cranium, head of Gray Matter Law Firm and defender of the debrained. Large corporations are running the show in old Detroit, but I believe in defending the little guy, no matter the size of his brain. That's why it's important for me to compensate you for anything that could go wrong from such a delicate procedure on a delicate organ. We here at Gray Matter Law Firm offer tiered legal packages starting at protection of eye, protection of eyes, protection of spine, protection of eyes and spine, protection of spine and brain, protection of brain and and full defensive biomaterials. We even offer affordable packages to protect separate parts of your noggin, from frontal lobe to cerebellum. Too confusing for your now empty head? Don't worry, smooth brain. We'll take care of it while you handle the legal bills. Gray Matter Law Firm, where your gray matters. Note, Gray Matter Law Firm is a subsidiary of Omnicorp and has no legal guarantee of succeeding in your case or protecting your biomaterials whatsoever. But what was some of the other issues that you're saying, Jacob, making this movie? They they went through a bunch of drafts. Different writers. And after Mm -hmm. they got the writers... Apparently, would give the actors scenes like minutes before the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, production, not production issues, but yeah, just Peter Weller and Nancy Allen didn't like this version. They liked the original version from the original director, Tim Hunter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just a lot of that same sentimentality of where's the soul and humanity of this movie? Mm-hmm. We, that's what made the first one so special. And that's true. And I did miss it. But I I still am having a good time with the action. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes in this movie, I think, is when they're presenting Robocop 2. Yeah, that and is that's great. what the movie's called. <laughs> right? Robocop and, 2. And then that's probably some meta stuff going on. Yeah, Absolutely. With the drafts of the movie and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Mm-hmm. It's like, look at this one. It shoots two people and then shoots itself in the head. <laughs> I really like that one. They get people gossip going to these presentations. Like, yeah. They just get killed. <laughs> And then the second one, that same guy who got shot in the arm is there. And it's just a screaming skeleton head that dies. <laughs> My only, But it's like they had to have a third one because that matches the structure of the first movie when mm-hmm. he shows RoboCop doing three different things. Like, And also just show us one more crazy, one more weird robot. horrifying robot. Because yeah, like, like, some weird a... spider thing with a human head on it. Just like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh exactly. Like, I love, I love that stuff because it's just like... Yeah, I mean, it's basically the filmmakers being like, yeah, this movie's a piece of shit. Like, it's not going to be RoboCop 1, but, like, here you go. This is what we could... Because, like, once once you're in it, like, you're just making the movie, and there's no way yeah. out. There's not enough pre-planning, not enough pre-production. It's just, like, this is what you got, so... Mm, that's true. I just wish they gave it the time of day to make it good, you yeah. know? Yeah, they tried. Just There was just all these disagreements over it, mm. which is just tragic when that happens. Just seeing how the movie came out, like I'm surprised that Peter Weller's in it. No, he decided to not be in the third one, didn't yeah. he? Oh well, the third one probably probably still had issues with it, but he did a movie with David Cronenberg instead. Oh, that's oh yeah, that's a wiser he move. Did lunch? Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't seen that and I haven't read that yet. It's uh, uh, William S. Burroughs, right? The for the, the book Naked Lunch. Oh, I don't know. 
<laughs> it is based on a book. I don't remember yeah. the author, hmm? but that was Dave, he. Peter Weller heard that David Cronenberg was making that into a movie, and he was like, "Fuck RoboCop! I want to work with David Cronenberg." Yeah, and and a bunch of big bugs, a bunch big of bugs. big bugs, big buggy bees. Yeah, it's a wise move. Why are the bones of Elvis in that warehouse? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Even I'm like, what is, what is this? What, what is? Cain loves uh, Mother Teresa, Jesus, and the bones of Elvis. He's just gonna mash them all Elvis. together. That those are he maybe those, cultural icons is like what he's trying to do. So. I guess I do like that other henchman who's like a cowboy and has a bolo tie. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah, there are a lack of fun henchmen though. Yeah, the there's what? child. There's the child cowboy. The, lady, the lady, <laughs> lady, <laughs> introducing lady henchman. It's like a horrible action yes. figure or something. Horribly like, mangled. Yeah, it's like what my dad would make horror movies. I had his collection of all his monsters, and the last one I, my mom would not allow me to have was named Leech Woman. It was like it's like this horrifying vision of this woman covered in leeches That's and cool. one coming out of her mouth. And Ooh. I was like, I was like really unsettling. She's like, you cannot have them. I like, put, I need it for the lineup. <laughs> the collection must be. Mind you, I'm five. <laughs> you even then, you are such a completionist. I guess. Can you watch those movies anywhere? I don't know. We have to look at Full Moon. That was the production company. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that's that's a that's a that's a place. Like yeah. that's, I don't know. Like I've seen some Full Moon company. pictures. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He did Zarkor, Crawl the Sea Monster. Uh, who else? I don't know. The one blade hand guy, Pinhead. Uh. <laughs> he did Pinhead? I think so. Zarkor. What was the other one? Zarkor. Craw, the sea monster. Okay. I'm writing these down. He's down going to my father's weird backlog yeah. of the things he produced in a company he hated. Yeah. I could I could definitely understand someone hating. <laughs> like, well, it's just one of those uh, production companies that's like they seem like they never had enough money for the yeah. ideas that they had. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Dollman is is full moon pictures. Yeah, Dollman's in it. Yeah, Dollman. Uh, uh, we I we like used to have a collection of all of his like old posters, and my mom uh, threw out most of them because she thought they were too creepy. Dang. <laughs> yeah, we still have Zarkor, I think. Nice. Yeah. I used to have the hanging in my room. Zarkor's so cool. <laughs> Such a weird Zarkor. plot, though. <laughs> I need to look that up. I've yeah. never heard of it. Sounds cool. It's like Bug Monster Godzilla. Oh. And then Craw, the sea monster, is similar vein. Oh. Except like Star Trek people are fighting Craw. It's weird. Oh. <laughs> How do you all feel about Robocop on a motorcycle? I loved it. Loved it. Did I'm you like, not like Robocop on a motorcycle? He was cool on a motorcycle before the Terminator. Yeah, two years yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Or one yeah. year? When did T2 come year. out? One year. Wow. It looks like he's like built into the motorcycle when I he's on when it. he was standing up on it for a little while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He kills Kane by literally smashing his body through his car. <laughs> he's a walking cannonball. <laughs> it's horrifying. Like, that's kind of maybe the worst way to... No, I mean, getting shot in the dick, I guess, is the he worst. Is but, like, bad, yeah. just blunt force from RoboCop slamming into it, like, 80 miles an hour. Like, that's horrifying. Like, ah! Smashing every rib in your body. <laughs> Fuck uh, them up. <laughs> like a bowling ball, yeah. Uh, there's a little Easter egg when he is being having all the propaganda or whatever, mm-hmm. all the directives, and it's like his his uh, HUD, Vision, yeah. his HUD is all messed up, and there's one that says like it's like oh like don't do this, don't do that, and one says avoid Orion meetings, <laughs> which is the production company of this movie. I'm like that's Orion fun. Meetings. I love it when they do that. That is funny. Yeah. Uh, what about that one cop who's like taking nuke 
and he gets this like his body cut open like that was, oh, that that was weird grisly, yeah part of the movie I thought it was clever that they had the tarp on him to hide the blood pack yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because it feels so gruesome and that's probably all it is you know? yeah i thought you were just gonna scare him and then Kane ma- to me. <laughs> and then Kane makes the kid watch. Yeah, like he needs to watch. Very Frank Miller, also, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. That's not praise. <laughs> Jesus had days like this. I think about that line like pretty often. I wrote that down. It's truly <laughs> one of like the coolest, hardest lines in any movie, I think. Because he's absolutely psychotic and like he's a cult leader. Like yeah. I like that he's not just a drug, uh, like drug dealer or anything. Like yeah. he is like, like nuke is the way of the future. Basically, like right. it's I'm I'm helping everybody. Like yeah, yeah. But he doesn't have like grand corporate plans. He's kind of he's a guy. He's a bad guy from the streets. Yeah, he's a very psychedelic person. Yeah. He's also like, will do things whatever he needs to to keep putting nuke out it's it, it feels like like a real cult leader not just like a movie cult leader oh, yeah. where it's just like yeah it's like got, and worship me at the same time you know yes exactly which is my he's like got all those idols and you'd think that they would play more into that more so when he becomes this ultimate robot just indestructible man yeah but instead he just becomes like a latchy who just like wants his drugs yeah it's still fun they but strip like, him to his base emotions Basically, <laughs> one, of his, one of his basic emotions was his god complex. Yeah. So it would have been cool if they still like played on that a little more. I would have liked that. When he, when he was like taking the hench lady's hand, I thought that it was going to be a whole bigger thing with him. Like, yeah, I have transcended humanity. Right. And now I'm going to be the robot god king of like <laughs> Detroit. Yeah, join yeah. my queen. Yeah, instead. exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like Frankenstein. And god, god forbid yeah. they ever come for his queen. Wait, yeah. what's the line from Suicide Squad, Jacob? You know. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? <laughs> the whole Joker backstory. He was the oh. king of Gotham City and lord of the ever came for his queen. Yeah, uh, I think that's what it is. It's something really bad. Let's go see the beekeeper. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's call it. Bring it a wrap. Let's go. Jason Statham's waiting. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be on for Meg 3. Oh, good. I wish. <laughs> I'm glad we booked him. <laughs> Wow, could you imagine? That'd be a really weird day. (laughs) Really weird day. Sounds like a good day to me. (laughs) I'd I'd think it was, I'd just be like, I can't believe this is actually happening right now. Like Jason's stage is like in my house. If he's there, I would plan, I would, the day before I would shave my head and grow a beard. (laughs) Something I'm physically impossible of doing is growing a full beard, but I would do it. By a fake beard. I tried for you, Just Jason. Three bald men with beards. <laughs> he wouldn't be off put by us at all. No, not at all. No. He'd think it was cute. I think so. Yeah, oh, that's really cute what you just did. <laughs> Anyways, expend five bulls. <laughs> expend five bulls. <laughs> expend five bulls. <laughs> oh, what a fun time. I always love Jacob's off. <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything else we want to talk about this movie? I feel like we covered it pretty yeah, thoroughly. But hey, you know, there's always more to talk about. Oh, I feel like the music is pretty forgettable. Yo, compared yeah. to the first one. I really don't like his original theme isn't in this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's like they didn't want to pay Basil Paul Doris. Like, uh, it was a different composer, too. Right. 
who this composer i was looking up other stuff he does uh i didn't write it down so i don't remember his name and i'm not gonna look it up <laughs> but he's he's just done like a lot of scores for a lot of movies and it seems like he was always working and like seemed like mm-hmm. worked on some good stuff but uh i just gotta i gotta get my fix of basil p in there it's iconic truly comes back for the third one though good yeah oh he does yep yeah but it's too late <laughs> Yeah. We already lost Peter Weller. <laughs> <already> lost Peter. <laughs> that's that's another issue. Like that's we'll talk about more in Robocop three, but that's a, like I feel like this franchise is like cursed in terms of tone. Because Robocop <laughs> three, yeah, got a lot of kids interested in Robocop. It's a whole act became a family movie. Yeah. Mm. Which is you feel family movie vibes when you watch it. Mm. Which is very jarring. Yeah, absolutely. It's like the Robocop one is like a mix of those two things. Robocop two is just like really gruesome, I think. Yeah. Like there's brains in jars and like opening his skull cap and panning over to like. I the... like the brain in a jar. No, I mean, that's fine. But I'm just saying like the third one, like we'll see is like, I, uh, as far as I remember, is very like kiddish, you it know, just re- completely regresses. And it's yes. just like, it's such a complete tone shift that I'm just like, what? Wow, how it's not consistent in any way. Mm. So. But I do love the character of RoboCop. He is my friend. There you go. He's all of our friends in our hearts. Your move, friend. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, RoboCop. We're playing a game. <laughs> it is my turn. You're right. I sunk your battleship, friend. <laughs> friend. Uh, no, he's playing it? that nuke, Nukem. Yeah. No more armament supplies for you. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, any final thoughts, Jacob? I love... All these movies, all of them have a special place in my heart. Um, I love RoboCop. He has a special place in my heart. Just this badass robot man who fights evil and just wants to do the right thing. Thank you for donating your heart. Yeah. You're welcome. And your mind. Always. And every other part of you to the French. (laughs) (laughs) Especially my arm. Have you guys seen Real Steel? Yes. Yeah. I have it, but I feel like the end of this movie is like real still, right? Kind of. I don't know. No. Okay. Final thoughts, final Connor? It, it is not. It is not. I will not. Uh, final thought, Connery? Um, I still think this movie's fun. I think it's really silly and dumb, and it's kind of exactly what I was looking forward to watch in the morning, which is something absolutely ridiculous. So, like an adult Saturday morning cartoon that Very you watched much. on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, yeah, oh, I watched yeah. this on a Tuesday morning. It was weird. It was funny, and while completely abandons everything that made RoboCop one interesting or compelling <laughs> it may it piqued my interest in like my stupid comic book animal brain being yeah like everything definitely. of like all the lunacy and craziness yeah. and like i don't know propaganda robocop's really funny to me <laughs> it's like lecturing the dead guy yeah he's dead <laughs> reading in his oh head yeah it's doing carbs <laughs> we didn't talk about it too much and he's like i need help yeah it's like i'm having trouble oh help yeah that's me. what he says i'm having trouble that's a better line yeah what about you, Tyler? Last thoughts? Uh, I don't think it's a good movie, but there's a lot of good ideas in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still is funny at points. Um, it's terrified me as a child. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely not good, but it's definitely worth seeing if you're interested at all in RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And just 80s sci-fi in general. I mean, I know this came out in 1990, but like, just watching a lot of older movies, like the way like cinema history works, it seems to be like just with fashion too like stuff doesn't really change until like three years into the next yeah. decade it kind of seems mm-hmm. to 
still people are like into like okay now they're 90s like it yeah. still feels pretty 80s in a lot of ways yeah so oh uh, yeah i get what you mean uh i wish kane was in it more yeah Not yeah robo kane mm-hmm. right but uh i don't know it's definitely a weird interesting movie mm-hmm. i just don't think it's like that good but uh yeah uh we get right on <laughs> tubular right on you're wrong <laughs> Great, I don't care. You're wrong. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> World Cup 2 is good. <laughs> Say you would have. It's very simple. I like RoboCop 2. You're you, wrong. And, and you don't. And that's beautiful. Yeah. That's what brings us together. Exactly. Come together right, right now. now. Justice League. <laughs> oh, RoboCop. RoboCop. Justice League. Uh, we got to do our quick VHS uh, on the back of the VHS cover mm-hmm. uh, the movie VHS. review. So yeah. this is like, you know, we're we're, rate, we're not exactly rating the movie, but we're doing a, a pull quote, basically, to put on the back of the VHS. Yeah. I have mine ready. Oh, okay. Oh, you want to go first? Job. Yeah. Yeah. Double the madness, double the justice. <laughs> All right. Cool. I like it. Re- reprogrammed. Re- no, damn it. Come back to me. I had it in my head. No, this is all staying in the quote. <laughs> Come back to me. Re- Wait, damn it. <laughs> quote Connor Hansen. I'll, I'll keep it. Uh, I'm trying to come up with something that's like that would come off as positive, but it's not actually. <laughs> like they take a little sentence out, a little like blurb what you say. Yeah, not a good movie. Dot 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 dot. Cut that part out. But full of good ideas. <laughs> full of good ideas. <laughs> That's my quote. They cut off the not good movie part and just put full of good, good ideas. ideas. Yeah. But they had to have the the, the ellipses in the beginning. Yeah, yes. to, yes. to, 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 to know that it was the second part. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> full of good ideas. <laughs> Tyler Dennering for the Chicago Sun Tribune. <laughs> Love it. Perfect. Do you have an actual one, or do you want to keep that? I'll, I'll, I'll keep my stuttering nonsense. All right, because Jacob has to write these all into the wiki. That's right. I do. Did all right. Get on it. Highlight bold. Bold. Italicize. <laughs> um... Copy and paste. <laughs> like the great Cayman said. <laughs> Is that our until next time? I guess. No. Um, do you have anything to plug before we go, Jacob? Uh, I know you do. I do. Oh. Um. You can follow my action figure photography, which I need to get back to. It's been a while. Wide-eyed Wanderer 63 on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And please follow and listen the Pencil on the Stone podcast, a podcast for storytellers. If you have any stories you'd love to share that we can do a table read on, please go ahead and let me know. DM the Instagram page at Pencil on the Stone pod on instagram or you can dm me at aj patster and uh or if you just like to join in on the cast because our table reads are fun yeah but yeah follow and like pencil in the stone podcast nice yeah connor's been on it Mm -hmm. i haven't been on it yet but i'm sure you will soon yeah very soon i'll I'll very soon very soon I'm going to write RoboCop 2. Damn it. Let's Rewrite do it. it. Yeah, give us yours. Rewrite He's a superhero RoboCop that counts. 2. There yes, you go. exactly for the superhero episode. The next episode is our love stories. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do RoboCop 2 for that. Okay, good. <laughs> it is a love story. Tyler's going to capitalize on humanity, his wife, his kid. The love for humanity. Yeah. The Falcon. Napoleon Falcon. Napoleon Falcon. 
I'm just going to mirror Jacob's plug for this one. I, I've been on the horror episode, and that one was yes. really, really fun. I, I, I think that's it. I've only, I've only done the horror one, but that was a lot of fun. That was a good time, and I'm excited to do my superhero one. Yes, yeah. I'm excited for everybody's superhero ones, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, oh, you check out Pencil and Stone podcast. <laughs> I'm not on it, but I love my friends and it's really good. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, and follow us at Franchise Pod and all social medias. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Give us five stars on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It'll help us to grow the show. If you like what you're listening to here, friends screaming at each other about RoboCop. <laughs> Which is always fun. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Jacob's not coming back again for another six months. <laughs> six months? Is that how long it's been? That's fine. No, it should be sooner than that. Yeah. Oh, what are we doing next? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, we'll I'm, I'm right there in the control booth, so just yeah, bring me down. Just down. We're, just pointing, <laughs> we're just pointing at him the whole record. Yes, pointing in the corner of it's like, don't talk to us, Jacob. Literally. <laughs> don't. Just like how we're ignoring Jose up there right now. Yeah. yeah. It would be great if there was a camera and microphone that you could just chime in. Hi, brother. Right. And we all had to have free. <laughs> brother, my brother. <laughs> Tell me what are we fighting for? We've got to win this war. Check out our Pokemon the movie episode. That's what yeah. I'll plug. Watch uh, me beat Tyler and Pokemon. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for the end of the episode. Connery beat my ass at Pokemon. <laughs> I was hoping it'd be a more elongated fight but did you guys well it in? was it was a bit of a slaughter i'm sorry yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's just like ding ding all right that's it next one <laughs> yeah yeah i got but, wrecked uh, i thought i was good i i was so scared that entire fight i was like oh my god what's he go what's he go <laughs> did you guys add the music and special effects i did yeah yeah totally. oh, okay very i thought that was all in the actual game you were playing oh mm-hmm. no i didn't have the music so on good job. I feel like it. thank you yeah was good. Uh, You're better at Connery and sound mixing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you got the video games. I don't want that. Oh, okay. What? He's saying that in the end, the end of the episode, he's like, Drake's you're better than me at everything. <laughs> oh, now I get it. Yeah. Jacob's really, you might as well just write the wiki. You know more of the lore than Tyler does. Yeah, you do. You have the, uh, all this stuff leaves my brain because I have to be passionate about Robocop 2. And it takes up my, all of my emotions and brain power. Oh, God. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Jacob Padilla, for being here. Thank you, Jacob. Thank, happy to be here. Thank Always. you, Connor Hansen, for being here. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you. Thank, thank you, thank you, Tyler, for being here. Except for that one time when I wasn't here. <laughs> you weren't oh, here? Yeah. <laughs> Remember? On the wiki here, look here. Look. Scroll down. Oh, scroll yeah, down. there was the Transformers, the Transformers episode. episode. That's right. <laughs> Tyler wasn't there for one. I poorly planned out my work day. And, but and it was just me and you. <laughs> and, and Jose. Jose. And Jose. That's right. There oh, was God. no one in the control booth back then. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't imagine those days. I don't know how we made it through. <laughs> That's someone voyeurisically watching us. <laughs> Thank you, Martin Ganey, for our work and Woo. Nick Viverka for our music. Woo. Jacob has to go to work. I do. Time to get to work. He has to take down all the nuke people. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents are dead. It's <laughs> not dead. Your dog is dead. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for Robocop 3 next week. And until next time, thank you for not smoking. <laughs> that wasn't even Robocop. That was weird. Thank you for not smoking. (laughs) I am the law. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.